What's your life goal? And have you achieved it? Yeah, I married you. Aw, gross. You really need to go out there and make sure the whole world hates you. My butthole is all over the internet. A fine wine. She keeps me in the basement and pulls me out when she needs me. If I drink Sambuca, he's getting it. I bought a case. Can tell a lot about a person by the way their tits, pussy, or dick looks. You come near my cheeks and it's not going to be a good day for you, homie. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be special. Welcome to the Two Onions Podcast with Danny Daniels and Vic. What's up, guys? I'm Danny Daniels, and next to me in the awesome Doctor Who shirt is my husband, Vic. And with us today is such an amazing woman. I'm so excited. I don't know. It's like the woman of all trades. Skin Diamond, Rail and Joy, Mist- Madam Skin. I almost called you Mistress. I almost messed up. You got a punishment. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bend over. It's time already. Don't threaten her with a good time. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite Scottish human. Like, I'm so glad you're here. Thank you so much for having me. It's really exciting. I wish we we could do this in person, but you know what? I'm so happy to see you guys. I I miss you. I miss you. It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was dinner with Danny was the last time I saw yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, on the show. I'm trying to think. Did we see you once in L.A. when we were out there? No, I think I don't the think last so. Time I think the, the last show. time was the TV show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Time flies when you're stuck in the house and can't leave. <laughs> I know. No, this year has lasted so long, and already it's like, wait, it's, it's almost autumn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, it's... Yeah, August. Like, yeah like, this, this started in the winter and it's going to end in the winter. It's like. <laughs> so what have you been doing inside? Have you been working on some music stuff? Have you been like, I see you're like dominate. There's so many things I want to talk to you about. Cause you're like, I said, like you do so many cool, rad, create creative things. So. Well, doing? yeah. I mean, lately I was supposed to be doing Exotica all this year, but that kind of changed. So instead yeah. I decided with my partner to launch an OnlyFans. <laughs> yes! <laughs> We're just going to be in the house, like, fucking and doing our projects anyway, so we might as well just share it with the world. Yeah. So that's been a really fun adventure. Um, but, like, you, on your OnlyFans, like, you've been focusing on, like, dominatrix stuff, right? A little bit of both. So I okay. I like to do, um, like, the domination stuff. I have some, like, long-distance submissives and slaves that I you know, Skype with and do that kind of thing. Um, and that's always fun because it's, you know, it it keeps you on your toes. It's not the same as being in a real session where you can like, I'm just going to hate you now, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> you got you to gotta, uh, do, do it a little bit differently. And that's mm-hmm. been an interesting challenge. And it's also been really fun. Um, but we've also been working on this uh, Goddess Complex series. Yeah. That we just started. I saw those year. photos. You look amazing. And your partner is so talented in f- photography. So it's just like, I geek out. Like, you're, I have a list of accounts I like to creep on, and yours is like at the top of the list. <laughs> so, so before we go any further, shameless plug, what is your OnlyFans? Oh, yeah. OnlyFans. It's Skin Diamonds. OnlyFans, Skin Diamonds. Um, and uh, yeah, it's I have links for it all over my social media pages. So it's really easy to find. So just follow me on Instagram, RayJoyCat, or you can follow me on Twitter, Skin underscore Diamonds. Yay! Cool. So yeah, we got the shameless plugs out of our way. So now, more about the, what yeah, you're doing. Tell, tell, get tell more into the, the details. <laughs> so, so it's kind of funny. I mean, you kind of have to 
it's kind of a long-winded story because there's a lot to it. So the way uh, my partner, Dieter Compte, and I met, it was kind of um, like a random, like I we, we have a mutual friend and I was doing a photo shoot with and he was there shooting. And, and then we started talking about uh, this series that he wanted to do, mm-hmm. highlighting the different goddesses. And one of them that he, the one that he like really had in mind for me was Inanna, who is like, I have been obsessed with for a few years now and like researching really heavily. So did he know uh, you were obsessed with her before? No. Oh, that makes it even better. (laughs) And so we were like, yeah, let's have a meeting to like do the shoot. And I remember I just glanced at his Instagram and was like, holy shit, that's amazing. Yes. (laughs) like I barely even had to look because he's uh, an incredible artist and so we had a meeting and then it ended up being the best sex I had in years and it totally like flipped everything for me because at the time I was just focusing on doming Mm -hmm. was not interested in submitting to anybody or Mm -hmm. like you know kind of letting myself go in that way and yeah, it was, it was really incredible. And then we like, it kind of sparked this idea of this series with the goddesses starting with Inanna and it's going to, it's um, a storyline with several different shots that are all very, very like involved. Like he builds his, all of his sets and paints and yeah, yeah you pretty like, complex. Like, you would like painted these like beautiful murals on the walls. And I was like, Oh my God, I hope that's there forever. Cause it's so rad. Well, it, unfortunately, we moved from that space, so I they probably painted over it, which is oh, really my art. <laughs> but we're going to make new arts. We're going to okay, deal. Okay. More murals, more murals. <laughs> <laughs> but, but basically, the idea with this goddess complex series is that we want to show how all of the, these goddesses, all, all of these, Anana is a goddess of love and chaos. If you haven't heard of her before, and she's pretty badass. You know, she really commands her sexuality and it and it you know really encouraged me to do the dom thing in the first place so so um uh basically after anana's story it will go on to a new goddess's story so we're going to be doing isis persephone i believe i've talked to you about yeah persephone's my fave i'm like i volunteer as tribute if you need me But yeah, we it's it's gonna be like ongoing for as long as we wanna do it. So that's cool. that's pretty that's been fun. What was it like embodying her especially because it's somebody you admire? Was it did it come naturally to you? Was it Well, it was it was a really fun shoot, but it was actually really stressful because I had my snakes and at one point I was like holding my snakes in my arms like this and they just, cr- I had this really long wig on and they just started crawling into the weave and got really tangled and it was really oh. stressful because I had these long nails so I couldn't really do anything. <laughs> <laughs> so immediately you became Medusa, a new goddess. <laughs> yes, it changed to Greek. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's so cool. Do you guys, what is your plan for when you guys like shoot? Are you going to do a book? Are you going to do like an art show? Eventually. I mean, right now we just started a Patreon, um, but we want to eventually, I mean, Diederik wants to make a book. So that's definitely on the, on the table. Where, what, what's the site that people can go if they want to like contribute? If they want to find us on Patreon, it's the goddess complex. 
There you go. <laughs> Check it out. I'm excited. Yeah. Like when we can leave the house again, I want to come out. I will yeah, totally absolutely. do it. <laughs> I want to just hold your snakes. Like, I just don't even care. <laughs> you know, I still have this Nessie floaty that we need to do. Yes. We had talked about this. Yeah. We wanted to wear like Scottish bikinis and be on a Nessie floaty and like shoot for our only but we got to do that in Scotland in Loch Ness. Yes! I mean, if you're going to do it, do it right. <laughs> yeah, you know, in summer. Yeah. Summer, yeah. yes. Not in yeah, the not, rain yeah. and cold. Yeah, in the, in the heat of August, which in Scotland is like 70. Yeah, yeah. it's still going to be cold. But no, that's what the whiskey's for. That's why yeah. it's Scottish drink whiskey. Exactly. Yeah, but it's yeah, exactly. cut glass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we were, we were up there in September, and it's like, hmm, it's starting to get cold already. <laughs> so, what part of Scotland are you from? I don't think I actually know. I do. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. Oh, I suck. <laughs> What's that? What, what part of Scotland are you actually from? Well, I grew up in Fife, which is uh, an area just north of Edinburgh. That's okay. also where us uh, St Andrews is. So you've been there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I know exactly. Oh, that's so cool. yeah. So there's a town called Dunfermline um, mm-hmm. that was the first capital of Scotland, and I, I lived around there. I lived in Inverkeithing, Resyth, and Dunfermline. I, like, we moved around a lot, so it was kind of all over there. Yeah, I know. Becca's like, I hope she has a Scottish accent. Yes, the Scottish it's accent is coming out. <laughs> now we could talk about Iron Brew. <laughs> Oh, I miss it, though. I miss it so much. At some oh, point, we should, God. like, coordinate our schedules so we're there at the same time. Absolutely. We lo- I love it there, and so does Ben. Oh, that would be amazing, because I'd love to show you, like, all of, like, the places that I frequented when I was growing up as a teenager. Yes. That would be yes. so fun. I'd love to show you around. That would be amazing. Oh, you, you were a topic of discussion as we circled the yeah. entire <laughs> And when we found the iron brew gum. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is the first thing she said is I gotta get this <laughs> I gotta send it out to skin <laughs> so what's are you still making music I am still making music I have been doing a, a, a whole different project from what I've released so far so it's still kind of hush hush I don't want to talk about it yet or I can't talk about it yet okay. I really want to talk about that, it that I to I wanted to show you a sneak, though, like when we're off there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to be selfish. It's for me, not. <laughs> yeah. Are you happy with the, like, uh, like without giving anything away, are you happy with the direction you're going? Is it? Yes. It's, it's honestly the first time I felt extremely comfortable in the studio. And, like, I would go in because at the time when I was really heavily working on this before, you know, the pandemic started. Yeah. Um, I was going into the studio and I'd be so depressed and like going through, like I was going through a lot and I would leave the studio like super happy, even though what I'm singing about maybe is like not the happiest thing. Like it just gave me so much fucking energy and it was, it's been really, really refreshing and really exciting and it's completely different than I think anyone expects, which is why I don't want to say (laughs) (laughs) Even like hearing you talk about it, like you're glowing and you're smiling, it's just so nice to see. It's really, really cool. I'm excited. Yeah, when we're done here, I want to know. (laughs) (laughs) But I am going to be releasing um, some old demos that I've worked on like previously that I, they're too good to just sit on a hard drive. So I'm going to be uh, uploading those to my SoundCloud. 
Um, What's your SoundCloud? Very soon. So you can find me just Raylan Joy on SoundCloud. And I also have links to it on my website, RaylanJoy.com. I love it. We're getting all the plugs in today. Yeah, is, there anything, like, is there anything you don't do? Like, I love it so much. <laughs> there is, it's, it's, been a, it's been a journey. <laughs> how, like, is doming a new thing? Because I know you've always been to BDSM. It's kind of how, like, you and I kind of first clicked. Have you always been into doming, or is that just, like, a completely new thing for you? Well, I, I started out in the scene identifying as more of a very – um, particular submissive. Like I, 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 I just thought I was all sub, you know? Um, and I've been, I was in the fetish scene before porn even. So, um, I always loved the idea of doming, but I just, mm-hmm. I felt like it wasn't like, I wasn't ready yet. Like I still needed to like experience some more shit, mm-hmm. but what I ended up experiencing through being a submissive was that I'm not that submissive. (laughs) Like when I would, I would be doing shoots and, and this was like back in, um, towards the end of when I, when I stopped shooting like four years ago, I, um, I I mean, I would always have really positive experiences working for like kink.com or BDSM like-minded production companies where they, that's fetish is what they do. Mm -hmm. Um, but there were like some of them more like, mainstream sets like it's like the idea of wanting to do the BDSM thing is there but without the um the care that would go into Mm -hmm. a a heavy scene like that um and I remember like my boundaries were crossed several times because I am known for being a heavy bottom and I'm a freak so you know I would go on don't make you a bad person no I'll make you a fun person (laughs) oh it's always the the quiet ones Um, (laughs) but I would go on set and like have a conversation with my 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 talent partner and I remember like one specific scene where I I asked you can do anything just don't hit me in the face like I don't want to get slapped in the face yeah not into it today And it was a really intense scene where, like, at one point I was, like, back to the wall on my knees and getting violently face-fucked. And the dude kept slapping me in the face, even though I specifically told him not to do that. Jesus. And I fucking flipped out. (laughs) It's probably (laughs) in the video. But I, like, (laughs) lunged like a cat and ended up scratching his chest. It was like, you're going to fuck my face and and I was so mad. <laughs> and then he had to take a minute. And I was—I like, shouldn't be laughing because it's horrible that he crossed your boundaries. But I can also see you like oh, ninja yeah. catting him. Yeah, like- yeah. I mean, that was one of the like more like lighthearted, lighthearted, entertaining ones. But like, there were there were several scenes like that that I did that kind of made me like not want to submit at all to anybody. Like, I really. And then also, I don't know if you're. I don't know if you're similar, but, like, for me, like, saying a safe word is, like, I gotta be, I'll be a brat and be, like, I'm not gonna fucking say it. I'm not gonna fucking, you know what I mean? So, I think people, I don't know, it's just, it's tricky. Because you are, you are an amazing sub. So, it's almost like this challenge of people pushing your limits, but too far. Yeah, but, like, I mean, in the world of BDSM, if you say specifically, don't do this. Yeah. Then you don't, don't do, do it. it. Like, yeah, don't do hard it. no is a hard no. There's no excuse. There's no yeah. reasoning. That's it. And so when someone crosses that boundary, I mean, like, 
you deserve to get scratched. Like, you deserve to have ninja cat skin on your back. Like, in my opinion, that's... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but, yeah, then I, like, I took a, I took a long break because mm-hmm. I, I mean, there was a lot going on, you know. There was also, I mean, right now, I find it very interesting. So in the porn world, a lot of people are getting called out yeah. For inappropriate yeah. behavior, a lot of companies are getting called out for being racist, which I think is a long fucking time coming. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm really, I'm all for it. Um, it's because, like, the thing with with racism and porn, it's so it's so ingrained. Like, it's mm-hmm. like that's just how it is. You know, like yeah. like girls can charge way more for their first interracial scene, but that doesn't right. happen. Black, like that only happens for white girls. That doesn't happen. Yeah, for yeah, and like that was like it was funny <laughs> yeah. because you were one of my first girl girl scenes, and it was like <laughs> technically, if you want to get down, it was like an interracial scene. Well, yeah, it is. I mean, that's but what no it was. But... Call it that because we were two women. But if I was to have my talent be a male, now it's this huge thing. It's like where's you know, or if I work with, yeah. If I work with a Spanish performer, if I work, it's just like, but it's only like white girl fucks black dude. It's never any, you know, exactly. Exactly. And that can get, that can get heavy after a while, you know, like, especially like, I mean, I was, I was very lucky as a performer because, you know, I'm very, I'm very different. I'm a, I'm a weird, like Scottish girl that's black and a goth i don't know but it, it, you don't so you I don't like, fit into a category no, you're, very, yeah. you're not you're not you can't really pin you down which is good that's the way you should be <laughs> yeah so i i was very very lucky in my career but i did see like a lot of things in the industry that really bothered me like most black girls like they'll only be on the cover of a porno dvd if it's a black girl movie not right, if it's right. like not if it's like a bunch of different girls, then it's always going to, because uh, some production houses, will they don't want people to think it's a black movie. Or Yeah, and then, like, you know, my problem would be, like, uh, it would be a black girl on a movie cover, and it would be, like, black girl six. You're like, are you fucking kidding? <laughs> like, yeah. Thanks for being so yeah. fucking obvious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's Just, like... And the argument is, like, you know... People, you know, I feel like porn is so heavily guided by search terms and, like, things that are trending. But I don't think that gives you an excuse to charge more, in my opinion. I I don't think that you should be, just because a person's race, you should be getting more of a paycheck, you know. No, yeah, you know, it's funny because you're dividing a line here. Because obviously if somebody wants to find a black girl, they got to be able to search black girl. But... There should be there should be equality in pay, and I gotta I mean I would imagine black male talent at some point have to be aggravated with forever you're gonna be the guy who comes in and fucks the white girl while the white husband sits in a corner, you know at some point that's gotta weigh on you like you said it's gotta be like come on I mean yeah. how many times can I have one good scene where it's just I'm in love with the girl and it's like pretty porn yeah and that's that's what I I, I think needs to be more of a discussion it's not that interracial porn is bad that's like like but it should be more actually interracial like it's different races not just black and white people and it's highlighting the beauty of of our differences and not exploding exploiting the the um the stereotypes yeah or making it taboo when it's not Yeah. yeah you know yeah i agree
But yeah, it's, it, there's been a lot going on and it's really, I think it's positive steps, you know, like you gotta, if you're going to draw the poison from the wound, you're going to get a bitter taste in your mouth. Uh, yeah. And it, yeah. you know, I think, you know, especially like porn on Twitter, it's like the wild west over there. Like, but at oh. least it's being talked about, you know? Yeah. So it's great. everyone's talking about it. And yeah. I think it's amazing. Hopefully <laughs> some good comes from it. Mm-hmm. Right. We'll see. It is porn. but that's why it's so amazing to be in an age where women can take control of their careers a lot easier than it was like 10 20 years ago yeah yeah we were talking about that the other day is like it's so nice I mean in so many different ways one we're in an industry where where women are the top of it you know Mm -hmm. we're we create we make good money we are our own boss we're in control of our own brand we can do whatever we want and like now we're not relying on you know, the mainstream porn companies to call us. We're like, we're creating for our OnlyFans. We're camming. We're, you know, doing live shows, doing our own websites. Like, you're in complete control of your income, basically. And I don't feel like that's ever happened. And then it's cool because then you can be pickier with who you want to work for. You don't just have to work for anybody and everybody. You can pick and choose, like, well, I really like this company's aesthetic. And I really like what they stand for or, you know... Yeah, it's like, instead of saying, like, oh, I got to answer the phone because I need the check, you could be like, well, I just like shooting for kink, so I'm just going to shoot for them. And then the rest of the time, I'll do my OnlyFans or I'll do whatever, so. I mean, I'm sure the scenes work out better if you guys, if all performers are interested in the scene and it's not just a paycheck. Yeah. You know, if there's something something more to it. Or, you know. Like, for example, like, if I, if I was still shooting in the industry, like, you and I, I'd call you up because we have great chemistry. I'd be like, hey, you want to bang? Like, yeah. and then we'll take a picture. <laughs> yeah, like, instead of just, like, the rolling the dice of who you get matched up with and hoping, you know. Exactly. It's, there is a lot more freedom. And I really admire you specifically for that because I feel like you were one of the first girls to just do something really like unusual and be like, I'm not going to shoot for anybody else anymore. I'm going to move to New York, the other side of the country. I didn't want to be tempted. I didn't want to be tempted with it. I didn't want the phone to ring and be like, oh, well, it's only a 20 minute drive. I wanted to like cold turkey, try it, you know, just try to do my website and chug along and it ended up working out. But I just, I love it. I wouldn't trade it for the world. I'm thankful for the mainstream companies. And like, yeah, I mean, everyone's had, you know, a shit experience here and there, but for the most part, I'm thankful that, you know, cause for popularity purposes and everything, but I love shooting for myself. You know, <laughs> I love it. It's, it's funny. It took porn 60 years to break out of what Hollywood did in like the fifties and sixties, the studio system where the studios created the stars and created everything. And that busted up in the late fifties, early sixties. It took you guys till about 2019. So, <laughs> You're a little behind the curve, but the the internet the internet improved everything because now you can put your stuff out there and you're not a slave to like you said the box cover and the companies. You can do it yourself. Doesn't matter who's on the box cover anymore. No one buys the boxes. Yeah, that is so true. That is you're true. you're the box cover because it's you. <laughs> you know. I always ask, like you know, because you are shooting for your OnlyFans or you're doing your own content. For people listening that are content creators, do you have any advice? for shooting from home or things that help you like stay organized or motivated or just any tips or tricks? Well, I think me, for me, honestly, I'm still kind of experimenting with it because it was about four years before I had shot 
I mean, I, I've been doing music and other things and doming and stuff for so long that I was kind of like, oh, I have to ooh, relearn how to how to do this. So yeah, and I'm kind of like it was it was kind of like putting the trading wheels on for a second. But I, I for my OnlyFans, I really want it to be mainly just like me and my partner being ourselves as like you know have some setup setup stuff but I just I really like to be spontaneous with it and like the handheld camera I think it's yeah I think that's when you feel like you're kind of encroaching on someone's personal personal yeah but that's it's yeah it's gotta look it's gotta look better it's gotta you know it's good there's gotta because there's real emotion and there's real fun happening so it has to look better rather than you're probably happy because you're like fucking your partner who you care about you know what i mean you guys have natural chemistry it's probably better than any you know that's cool i like it I know, I'm all, I keep picking out in the background. They're, they're, they're back there. They're Wait, like, hey, we want, we want to be in on this. Which is which? I always uh, the black one is Lucifer, and the gray one is Damien. Yes. Makes Aww. sense. And then how, <laughs> how many babies? You have a lizard? Um, I used to have a lizard named Smog. He was a bearded dragon, but he uh, passed a couple of years ago. But uh, uh, right now I have three snakes, and we have four cats. Four? Um, does he have, does uh, your partner have two? And then you guys kind of like come. Well, like, I have three uh, and he had one. <laughs> that was an interesting uh, mix. <laughs> yeah. Cats don't mix very well usually. Yeah. When you bring a cat from the outside. Well, his cat as well. Like she's so vicious. Like she's just, <laughs> she's so vicious. I've never known a cat who will literally rub on your hand and then in the same movement claw you. You're like, and that's enough. <laughs> kind of like our dog. Too much love. <laughs> kind of, kind of reminds me of Isla, our dog yeah, Isla. 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 Isla's like, pet me now. I'm gonna growl at you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. It's totally like misunderstood <laughs> teenager dog. It's. it's <laughs> <laughs> and what are the snakes' names? Uh, well, the I have a, um, a king snake named Snape. His full name is Severus Mickey Snape the Snake. Um, and then i have two corn snakes albino corn snakes that are named lucius and narcissa malfoy i just love you there is a reason why this is my podcast notebook (laughs) oh my god i i don't have that one (laughs) holy shit I'll send you the link when we're done. I think we got that. I think we got that in London at Mina Lima. (laughs) It was like, yeah. I'm actually reading the Deathly Hollows right now. Yeah, there's a reason why the two of you are really good friends because you're like like the same the yin and yang of the same person at this point. So because you're Slytherin, right? What are you Slytherin? What's your house? I'm Slytherin. Say, uh, we are too. Yeah, no, yeah, we both. No, no, it's like person. She's submissive with her partner, dominant with everybody else. Um, You have music. She has art. You're both into Doctor Who, um, Lord of the Rings, Harry Harry Potter. Potter. Did I miss something? Do you like Star Trek now? Are you a Star Trek? Are you a Star Trek fan? I, I'm not as big a Star Trek fan, but I did watch it when I was growing up. But I'm not, I'm not a Trekkie. I'm more of a, a, what else? I'm more of a like. Uh, Anne Rice fan. So, are you into Ooh. Anne Rice? Okay, I might a little bit, but I'm like still, yeah. Yeah, the the the, the vampire books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's our one difference. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I guess we'll have I one. And then I remember I called like you were the first person I told because I did the twenty three and Me. And I found out I was Scottish, and you were the first person. I was like, yeah. 
you won't, you won't believe what just happened to me. I'm so excited. Yeah, you guys are both Scottish. You both like whiskey. <laughs> and I am sure being technically in the middle between the two of you, most guys are going to agree you're both hot as fuck. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah, you, got a, you guys got a pretty good thing going on here between you two. <laughs> yeah, we have to go to Scotland together. I don't know why. Oh, we have we also be like monsters. Like, okay. you know, well, the worst, the worst part is, is we made friends with like the distillers and some of the distilleries so we can have a really good time. Oh. No. <laughs> especially especially on Isla. Especially yeah. on Isla. Like we made friends with a bunch of the guys. I know they're watching, so yeah. Barry and Colin, we're, we're gonna going. take her over and we're gonna have some fun. So You know what? I think I had some whiskey from Isla and at the there's this yes. Scottish restaurant in uh, Burbank called the um Tamo Tamo Shanter. It's called the Tamo Shanter, and I think they have a Scotch from from there you and, did I, some, and i had it and i thought of you 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 yeah. actually drank it in dinner with danny because lafroig is from isla so mm-hmm. you were drinking lafroig during the tv show there you go i love lafroig yeah <laughs> all right let's get nerdy favorite doctor oh i mean it's a really really close tie with like tenant and matt smith that's yeah. like my favorite era of like writing because i love that i i love this season with amy ponds because of course she's fucking scottish yeah she's hilarious and then river song i mean that season was just like i remember like crying (laughs) watching it the first time (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i think that's probably gonna be it mine's probably i used to like tent a lot because he's just like totally fuckable but I like Capaldi because he's an asshole. And, and he's Scottish. Scottish. <laughs> yeah. And I like Eccleston because he was the one that got me into it. So, because mm-hmm. I watched the new ones, like the, well, the new ones first. And then I was like, what is this show? I'm obsessed. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm old school. I, I, I'm an old Baker fan, you know, because he was he was the doc that Tom Baker when I was, a, you know, watching it when I was a kid. So, yeah. but I actually I actually liked Capaldi just because he was an asshole and because he would always play his guitar and be an asshole. It was great. <laughs> exactly. And I love Capaldi because he drank like none of the yeah. doctors really drank that much. But then yeah. like his first episode, he's got whiskey. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, he's he's brilliant. I His first him. episode, he goes, he's like, don't be lasagna. Like, I fucking love him. Yeah. I love him. He's a dick. I'm into it. He's also he was also just genuinely a great human being. Like, there are a bunch of stories about him reaching out to like teenagers and people who wrote the Doctor and taking his time to write them back. So it was kind of cool to read about, like how he handled being the Doctor because it was so important in Britain. So yeah, totally. Cool. I love it. I can talk about nerd shit all day, but I'm sure people want me to get to the good well, part. Well, when you get to you get to the front, I gotta ask you, what's your favorite okay. Harry Potter movie? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I'm gonna go with. Well, honestly, I'm not a fan of the movies. I really try hard to like them. I like the old, the the later ones better mm-hmm. because I feel like the writing got a little bit. I just, I'm. So such a big fan of the books. I read the books like 12 times before I ever saw the movies. So so now when I watch a movie, I'm really annoying. So I'm like, well, actually this happened this way. So that's why that influenced this. So if you think about it, I'm really annoying to watch. (laughs) (laughs) So don't watch it with you. Got it. I can shut up. Just give me some alcohol. So switch that. What's your favorite book then? 
What's your favorite book my then? My favorite book is um, Half Blood Prince. Half Blood Prince. Ooh, yes. It's so. Yeah, I love I love that one. Prisoner of Azkaban is probably my favorite. I love that one too. Both the book and the movie, but even though there was differences in it, both the book and the movie, I love that one. So yeah, I think the movie I like. I like the Half Blood Prince too. Like I like yeah. the book and the, that's. I think that's one of my. And favorite I love I love there. Snape so, and I love that he's like kind of the focal point in that one. So yeah, he's the I best character in the damn oh. movie. So. <laughs> All right. Fan questions. So for those of you that are still listening after our nerd talk. <laughs> this has been our nerd TED talk. <laughs> I do have a couple of fan questions for you. Um, what First fan question, what sets your heart with passion? Wait, what? No, what? You can't ask that because I asked that. Next Why? One. Okay, I can't ask that, I guess. Um, we kind of talked about this a little bit, but someone asked, are you planning a comeback? Well, I might be tempted to shoot for, like, a company or two. I'm still kind of deciding. I mean, obviously, right now, I'm just shooting for myself. But, I, I, I mean, I'll never say never. Usually, if I say I'll never do something, I end up doing it anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> I like that your cat is sitting behind you, like, kind of in agreeance. Yeah, like, he's, he's, like, like nodding his head. Like, Lucifer's, like, like looking mm-hmm. in, yeah. <laughs> So stay tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned, folks. You know, Another fan question. Favorite food? Oh, I can always get this all the time. Um, that's so I guess, right? Because I love food. Um, anything with cheese is yeah. great. I love cheese and all kinds of cheese. Like, except you the gotta... really smelly feet cheese. I'm not into the, like, really smelly. <laughs> give me a little smelly. I like not really like smelly the kind that smell, smell like dead body. I'm like... Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the smelly. We we've got to take you to our favorite restaurant in London, the Clove Club, which is run by a Scottish chef that oh. does haggis croquettes that are freaking out of this world, out of this world. Like, yeah, keep true. sending them out to me until I choke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, okay. F- wish list of people to dom, if you have one. And I'm like, look, I like did. I don't know what else was a part of the question, but I'm thinking of it as like celebrity. Anybody. Oh, I was thinking of it as like anybody. celebrities yeah. or people in the past, or you know. Hmm. <laughs> um. Well, oh my god, I, I feel like I'm overwhelmed now. My brain is. Can we come back to this one? I want to think. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and uh, favorite fetishes. Favorite fetishes. I mean. I love breath play. That's Ooh. one of my favorite ones. Um, like involving water or holding your breath or choking or all the above. All of those things are great. <laughs> On uh, Dieterich and I's third date, we ended up um, fucking so much. We, at one point, he was water dunking me in the bath. And then, and that's when I was like, okay, I, I, I think this person might be, <laughs> I might be in love. <laughs> is he, oh, that's great. You don't have to answer this question if it's too personal, but was he dominant beforehand and like into the BDSM community? So was it like a perfect like connection or was he not into it? And then you kind of got him into it. He was definitely into it before meeting me. He actually worked briefly as a dom in New York, a male dom in New York. Oh, that's so cool. Um, so that's that's been really fun because you know, like, 
it's been nice to really explore my submissive side again after mm -hmm. so much, so long with someone who like <laughs> so yeah also someone that like knows their, what they're doing if he works as a dom he obviously is experienced you're not like having to teach you can just enjoy yeah because I mean teaching is fine but sometimes you just you know the whole point is you just want to like let someone else completely take control so mm -hmm. if you're like telling them what to do it kind of like defeats the point <laughs> yeah. yeah do you do you have recommendations for people that are couples that want to explore bdsm on like how to talk about it or how to talk about safe words or boundaries for those yeah i mean there's there's so many podcasts that that like are bdsm related that uh could be checked out there's also a lot of books um one uh that i have is a consensual uh state of masochism and that that's like pretty much like a little like guide to everything an introductory guide for everything um there's also the ultimate guide to kink which is a good one um but i i honestly recommend just kind of like just just relax and kind of like let yourself experiment too like because sometimes you don't really realize you're into something unless you try it mm -hmm. so if you've never tried anything before then just like if there's some if you're reading something are you are or are, are something really like because you'll know like and you'll read something and you'll go oh I never thought about it like that before and then you know and then you'll you'll maybe try it and then I, that's usually how it goes it's not like you're born knowing what your fetishes are. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 You got to test the waters a little. Exactly. And there's stuff that I didn't realize I would ever be into until it was done to me in a session. And I was like, yeah. oh, oh, great. This is cool. Put that, put that on the yes list quickly. Yeah, yes. Like, I was like, oh, I strangely really like that. <laughs> yeah, I, but that's, that's why it's so important to just dis, like communicate like mm -hmm. if there's anything that you definitely don't want on the table bring it up beforehand and mm -hmm. if if during the scene things are getting a little beyond your comfort zone like speak up you're that's that's the that's the beauty of uh consensual bdsm is that you know you're supposed to talk about it yeah 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 exactly yeah. are you are you an aftercare person Oh, for sure. Aftercare is very important. Right? I feel like not enough people talk about that. I don't think most people even understand right. the term, so you might okay. want to define so, it. <laughs> well, aftercare, it, I mean, it, it, it sounds, it, it is very much how it sounds. So after like, you know, if I had just been um, beating someone to the point where they have welts and, you know, it was a really heavy, there's a lot of sweat going on and you know you're testing limits after that you want to take a break and just kind of relax and usually aftercare involves just talking normally and cuddling or whatever you know even like as a submissive just sitting at your dominant's feet and cuddle and like put it with your your head on their knee can be extremely comforting being pet like and it's very it's a very like endearing part of the of the process you know it's the like that's like the loving side of bdsm is like okay you're very good you just did so good you yeah. took such a beating you're so good now <laughs> now you get a you get to rest i feel like it's important i don't feel like it's done enough i think it's you know it, it is like a very it has to be like a balanced scale 
I mean, like, especially for us, like, I'm a cuddler after. I like to just, like, zone out, be cuddled, have my hair played with, or my back scratched. And it's, like, just, like, this nice reset. I don't know. So. Yeah, everyone loves that. I mean, unless someone's really into humiliation and they just want to be thrown in a cage. Yeah. Yep. Sometimes <laughs> that's the after Yeah, like the time of the care the cage is their aftercare. I mean, yeah, it's like what do you what do you want? Like communicating that with your partner. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. You oh, get you get it. to answer my questions now. <laughs> okay. Oh, very organized. Yes. <laughs> so first question, what's the most annoying question people ask you? Um probably just the most common one is where is your name from? Because I'm like, well, I don't know. Where do you think it's from? It's skin diamond. It's weird as hell. I don't even know. <laughs> well, I, don't. <laughs> I just picked two names in the dictionary. Give yeah. me a break. Would you? <laughs> it's just, you know, it's uh, my email and another name. I don't know. <laughs> it works. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> you remember it, right? So it worked. I like it, and that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> what is your favorite way to eat a potato? Ooh, baked potato. I said that really yeah. fast. Yeah, yes. I was like, that is her definite answer. <laughs> baked potato with beans and cheese on it. Like oh. Heinz, British Heinz baked The whole, the, the old school, yeah. I can sit and eat beans on toast every day for the rest of my life and be completely content. <laughs> it's so good. You, I think you told me about the cheese, and I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, yeah, put cheese on it, too. It's It's so great. Makes it, like, a million times better. Now we're going to buy we're going to buy Heinz beans after this. Heinz, if you're looking for a sponsorship, um, right here. Uh, what would the title of your autobiography be? Um, honestly, the first thing that comes into my head is diamond a dozen, but that doesn't make any sense. So that's not my answer. I like it though. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I've never thought about that actually. <laughs> I like that. I like that answer, though, because, you know, it could be whatever you want it to be then. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What would you say the biggest turning point in your life has been so far? Hmm. I think um, the most like. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. I have a few things, but definitely my spontaneous decision to move to L.A. about 10 years ago was definite like that just turned my life upside down and it ended up did you go straight from scotland to la or did you have an in-between i was i was supposed to move to london i'd actually moved to london pretty much i was just waiting for my house to be ready and i was like i'm gonna go to la for a bit first and then i just never came back and it was very like it was kind of fucked up honestly i was just very like i don't want to leave i don't care and then i you know and i did and then I got into porn, and yeah. then I, you know, life just went, woo. So that was probably one of the biggest turning points. Sounds um, pretty big. also quitting porn. Yeah, I was going to say. It was music was huge, too, because that was another, like, oh, here's your life. <laughs> what made you just, like, I mean, we had talked about, you know, like, your boundaries being pushed and, like, all the, like, the, the unfortunate events that had happened. But what made you wake up one day and just be like, I'm done? I think I was... I was like kind of nearing the point already. It was getting to the point where working was no longer really fun. Like it used to be, it was, it was turning into a job. So I was like, "Mm." and then also I had started 
writing music. Um, and I really just, I just wanted to do that. I was like, I want to just focus on this. And I think I learned more about myself than I had, you know, ever known just by that journey of leaving everything abruptly mm-hmm. and just being like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> and then, yeah. you know, which, you know, it was kind of crazy and abrupt, but again, I guess I, I do that, you know, like I moved I to LA randomly thing. and then I'm you like, okay, I'm done now. Yeah. <laughs> then go with your gut aspect. You're like, if I'm done, I'm done. That's it. You know, I just, yeah. when I moved to New York, it was similar. I wanted to paint and I was like, that's it. I just, I, I woke up one day and I was like, I'm fucking leaving. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, when you know. What, what are you most proud of? I'm most proud of, uh, you know what? I'm most proud of this album that I'm writing. Cause it's the, it's, it's looking the, forward to this. What takes up, what takes up too much of your time? Being distracted by my cats. yeah right now right you're locked down at home so you and the cats <laughs> are you like the person that like if they're doing something cute you'll just stop everything or oh absolutely absolutely and just be on the floor like my my neighbor has found me on the floor talking to a cat like on three separate occasions where i'm just like butt in the air like oh hi so <laughs> um <laughs> Does your partner experience having a conversation with you and in the middle of it, you now start talking to your cat because they did something cute? Oh, I do that all the time with my... Unfortunately, yeah. 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 He and I I have to have a conversation because I'll be in the middle of like talking about, I don't know, you know, paying the mortgage and and she'll start talking to the cat, the dog and taking pictures. Look at you, so handsome. And I'll just like start talking to him. He's like, I'm talking to you and I'm a human being. (laughs) And I was like, yeah. Yeah, and then I just yeah, okay. It is what bad. it is. It's bad. <laughs> what uh, What is your favorite smell? Ooh, petrichor. What's that? Uh, the smell of uh, dust after it rains. Oh, Ooh, nice. That's a good word. That's a great word. <laughs> yeah, I know that exact smell. It's so funny. Yeah, like, I know exactly what you're saying. One. What gets you fired up? Ooh, the patriarchy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Right now, yeah, I think a lot of a lot of things are getting me fired up right now. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been doing some like un- unscroll the list. It goes bounces across the <laughs> outside. No, <laughs> Any, anything beyond these walls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what do you knew? What do you wish you knew more about? I wish I knew more about dark matter. Because that really freaks me out. Have you read Neil deGrasse Tyson's Astrophysics for People in a Hurry? No, but I feel like I should read that. That would answer your question. Yeah, because I love space in the same way. It's like, it's a good, yeah, and it's a quick read for astrophysics. (laughs) So the the little side note, and you'll appreciate this, the guy who wrote the music for Dinner with Danny, his name is Chuck Zwicky. His uncle was the guy who discovered dark matter. Oh, you can look it up. Yeah. yeah. His uncle was the guy who discovered dark matter and he's the guy who wrote the music for it. And he was actually an audio engineer for Prince. 
That now that's an in, he's an interesting person. So oh yeah, he, and he is as interesting as he sounds. Yeah, and he's, and he's genuinely one of the nicest guys on the planet too, and really smart. But hey, Chuck, yeah, if you're listening, little little shout check. out for you. <laughs> but yeah, definitely check that out because I feel I'm the same. I'm the similar where I want to know about space, and it was a cool. It was a good read. It yeah. wasn't like put you to sleep read. You know, that's cool because I think like you know the things that you don't know. The, the most about are the things that scare you the most and space fucking terrifies me i will only go to space if an alien takes me that's it i'm not going if, don't if, don't if, say if, that don't say that out loud <laughs> or doc or a doctor yeah yeah, yeah. tardis for sure i'm, I'm out of here you know with, with, with all the crazy shit going on in 2020 don't say that out loud or we will go what, what the hell happened to Raylan? <laughs> she she's in outer space all right final question what's the one question you would want everyone you meet to answer so if i'm asking them a question and they have to answer it everybody you meet gets the you get to ask them one question they have to answer it what is the one thing that truly makes you happy because i think a lot of people don't answer truthfully or don't even know themselves so if you could like somehow just like reach inside their brain and like find out what the true answer is you would know like a lot about that person immediately. I agree. I agree. Yeah. That's a great answer. Yeah. Shameless plug time. Fire away. Um, You can follow me on uh, Instagram, Cat, Twitter, skin underscore diamonds. You can also find me uh, on my website, raylandjoy.com, madameskin.net. And uh, OnlyFans, Skin Diamonds. I have too many links. So just find my Instagram or my Twitter and, just, and I have everything there. Don't you have a don't you have a Madam Skin Instagram too? Or is that uh, yes, I also have a Madam Skin Diamonds. That's Instagram. my favorite. That's yeah, what that's... I creep on because you post the coolest photo. Like I honestly get like inspired from my OnlyFans through yours. You got I'm like, I want to shoot a Dom thing. And I just go on your page. I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Like, I totally just, like, creep on you all the time. You, you it's gotta, not weird you, at all. You, you got to do what she did. You got to create one website that has all your links on oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I've been planning to do, actually. I'm working on it. Yeah. Got all the time in the world now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> unless, yeah you know, unless your cat does something cute. And then just forget it. Yeah. It's amazing how we all have all the time in the world, and yet we don't have any time at all. And, yeah, it's weird, right? I don't understand how that works out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's pandemic time. Pandemic, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, if you're listening to this and TikTok still exists, follow me on TikTok, Danny Daniels TikTok. Um, all my things are at dannysthings.com. So that's just, yeah, I don't know. That's it. And uh, go, like go it. buy my book, Wait for the Corn. I got to send you one. Yes, I would love to read it. So yeah, hopefully you, you enjoy it. It's, it's about being married to this I, I can't wait to read it actually. <laughs> <laughs> and if you guys are listening um, thank you so much for listening and supporting and please leave us a comment unless it's a bad comment and then don't leave it and yeah, uh, yeah share like I don't know do all the things yeah exactly <laughs> um, and thank you for coming on it was good to see you even I though it's virtual to see you. and I want to really I really want to meet your snakes <laughs> I would love to have you over. You have to. I have like a little witchy cottage now. It's a yellow house, no. sunflowers, and yes. spider webs everywhere. I, love I, I actually, I, love I actually it. want to meet your partner because yeah, I'm also, sure that we will commiserate a little bit. Over. Oh yes, I'm sure you guys will meet. Yeah, is he is he German? 
Um, he's actually um, Swiss, Dutch, and Brazilian. Ooh. Interesting combo. That's really interesting cool. combo. That was that was one of our last trips. Was actually Zurich. So. I, oh really? Yeah, it was a lot of it was a lot of fun, but it was a, it's an interesting country, man. It's just you're in the middle of nowhere yeah. mountains. It was yeah. gorgeous. Fuck that place. A water is like ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other side of it. But it was beautiful. It's Joking. Aside. Unbelievably gorgeous and incredibly expensive. Okay, so I'm gonna log off, but don't hang up, Raylan, because I really want to hear your music stuff. Yeah, I'm... yeah, for sure. <laughs> so I love I you guys. Say... Thank you for listening. Bye. Thank you.